Hey, welcome to the 1826 podcast. My name is Joe and I'm the leader of the 1826 young adult community here at Faith Chapel. I just want to let you know really quickly, we meet every Tuesday at 7 p.m. in our church lobby. I encourage you to check us out on Instagram at 1826FC so you can kind of get a feel for what we're about. Without any further ado, let's dive into the message. Who Who is in a relationship here? Just couple there. Heroes. Yes. Are you guys there. married? Okay. okay. Love that for you. Thanks. So we okay. beat everybody? Yeah. We beat everyone? No. Uh, well, I'm going to kind of use your notes too because I'm recording here. Yeah? Sure. Sweet. Uh, let's pray. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll get into it. Father, thank you so much just for this night. Thank you, Lord, that uh, Grace and I, we get to just come here and kind of, I guess, give whatever wisdom that we have. But Father, I pray that um, that you would use it. I pray that it would land on good soil. I pray that um, people would have open hearts tonight, and I pray that, uh, that you would just do something, uh, even in the midst of this room, even in, with this topic. Lord, we love you. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Cool. Well, uh, yes, like Grace said, uh, my name is Christian. Uh, we're actually the youth pastors here, If for those of you guys that don't know. Um, but yeah, we're, uh, we're married. We've been married for three years. Uh, Last September? Yes. Three years last September. We've been dating for... Have we been married three years last September? That would be one year. Well, no. The September we just had. Okay, That was three it. years. Sorry. I know what I'm doing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so communication. <laughs> First one, objects on the list. But uh, yeah, so we've been married three years last September. We've been dating for... How long was it? Six, six years? Mm-hmm. So, well, we've been together for six years. We were dating for about three and a half before we got married. Mm-hmm. So it was quite a bit. Um, and then what else did we say about the intro? <laughs> oh, this guy. Okay. So... No, well, just, oh, yeah, story. But I don't know. I was just prefacing it with our time under our belt. If right. That makes sense. <laughs> so we've been married three years. We've been dating six years. We have a daughter. She's yes. seven months old. We have a little one. She's our whole life in our whole Joy, she's the best thing ever. Yes. Um, but she we met, both him and I, most of you probably know, but I'll just tell you anyways. Um, we met in college? We met in Bible college in Sydney, Australia. We were both 18 years old when that we was, met. Yeah. And we were just friends for like two years. And he low-key liked me. He won't admit it, but he did. I knew it. Well, I thought she was, you know, kind of hot. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Um, just, and like just. our friend groups were all, we, like, we were all friends um for like a good two well we were friends the whole time but me and him were like good friends for like the first two years mm-hmm. and then um we started dating our third year of bible college um and it was like really just a super random thing like literally one day i woke up and i was like oh he's kind of attractive like it was just so overnight like so random kind of and attractive. one of our <laughs> one of our mutual friends was like hey like what do you think about christian like what do you think, what, you know, hypothetically, if Christian liked you, what would you do? And I was like, hypothetically, He, like, he was what? doing the same thing to me, too. He was like, hey, you know, hypothetically, if Christ, I don't know, but come to find out, he was just doing that, to yeah, do that. Yeah, There annoying. wasn't, like, we weren't talking to him to go and talk to the other person. He was just doing that. So I actually, like, give a lot of credit to him. We're the reason why we're together. Well, he's the reason no, why we are together. The Lord is the reason. <laughs> um... Anyway, well, so we were like 18, 19, 20, started hanging out. And then literally one day he was like, oh, I saved you a seat in class. And I was like, 
what? Like it was so <laughs> weird. And he was being like a little flirty. A and lot then flirty. A um, lot we just started hanging out. We started hanging out in groups, i.e. key groups. We've never hung out alone. Yeah. And, and she was very annoyed by that. I will say that. Yeah, for a very long time. Because I thought he was trying to get with my friends. Because he was like, hey, you should ask Brooke to come, which is my best friend. And I was like, well, then why don't you date her if you want to hang out with her so bad? <laughs> and then he explained it to me, like, I don't want to hang out in, like, by ourselves. I want to hang out in groups. Like, I want to get to know you friend-wise. And I was like, all right, whatever. So we hung out for, like, a year. And then we started, well, we hung out for, like, six months. And then we started, like, really dating. Um, and then so we dated, I don't know, it's been three years. So all that to say, we've been together for a little bit, but I just want to yeah. preface this before, because I'm very honored that you asked this, and, but Joe was like, you're literally the only, not successful relationship, but like, you married guys are the couple. only married couple, and I was like, yeah, eh, okay. Um, yeah. We just, literally have only been married for like three years, clearly, and like, we don't know everything. Like, we're just here to I've explain course. our experience, <laughs> and what yeah. we've been through, and what God has brought us to. Um, and the wisdom in that, and not like, oh my God, we're like, we know everything, we're like 27, we know everything, like, nah, we don't, we literally don't know anything, but I'm just here, I just want to preface that, because we are not perfect, and our relationship is not perfect, and every day we're constantly working on things still in our marriage that we probably will until we go to be with the Lord, so all that to say. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah, we definitely don't know it all, but um, we're figuring it out. As we go, and I think that's pretty much every relationship you figure it out as you go. Um, no relationship starts off as, "Hey, we got it all together." We continue to have it all together, and it just you know off into the sunset. It's a very like movie like happy st- like fairy tale story. But uh, well, one we did want to go over a couple of the questions. So um, if you don't know, we all, we had like a little ask us something, you know what I mean, on social media. So a couple of you guys maybe toss out a couple of questions. And then I, I believe we um, got a couple of questions um, that we just thought would be like pretty good. Um, but we wanted to go over them. And then as we kind of go over them, I, you know, hope that we kind of maybe we'll go off on a couple like little rabbit hole trails and maybe it'll help. Right. Hopefully. Yes. Hopefully. Cool. Uh, well, I guess first question is this. Um what should you look for when dating someone? When you're dating someone or like bef- like looking to date someone? Sure. Is that? Whatever you think. <laughs> well, do you have something for it? Do you want me to go first? No, go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah. What should you look for? to be Okay. One of the best pieces of advice that um, one of my mentors, my um, youth pastor who was like who I interned with and to this day I like – I carry myself the way he did because he was just so amazing. Um, one of the things that he said from the from the onset was uh, calling in chemistry. Those are two biggest things. Honestly, if you have those two, pretty much any relationship will work um, for the most part. <laughs> but calling is a big one, you know. And I and I think it's a very like Christianese kind of word, calling, but more of like planning a purpose for your life. You know, where are you headed? Um, do you have a plan and a purpose or like, you know, that you feel like at least God's kind of, you know, cause we're in a Christian setting, we're in a, we're in church, but you feel like God's kind of directing you on this path. Um, let's just, let's just use this as an example. Maybe you feel like one partner is like, well, I'm, 
called to go like be a missionary and I want to, you know, be in Africa and help out. Right. But the other person is like, well, you know, I'm called to be a doctor here in San Diego. And so calling right then and there, not saying that it doesn't work, but there's already kind of like a, well, how is that going to work? You know what I mean? So it's one of those things that obviously you take into consideration of like, well, are we kind of headed in the same on the same course, if that makes sense. Another one is chemistry. Like, do you guys get along? Um, that's a big one. Like, if you're both kind of, like, really socially awkward and you, like, both, like, don't know how to talk to one another and you're both kind of, like, I don't find her funny or I don't, you know, she's... I oh, find her funny. I will but say, I'm just saying, like... I did not think he was funny at all when we started dating. <laughs> that was, like, the reason I didn't really like him. I was like, you're not really funny. <laughs> Which was like a really big deal to me. I wanted him to be funny. But now you're really funny. You make me laugh. I know. But, um... Amazing. (laughs) Chemistry, I think, um... A lot of times, like, people will be like, we don't have anything in common. But when you fall in love with someone, you learn to love what they love, and then you Mm -hmm. have things in common. So, like, for instance, in the beginning, he, like, loves cars. Like, he's a car guy. And I was like, that's lame. I'm, why would I like cars? Like, it's just not something I would ever yeah. thought it to be interested in. And then the more I fell in love with him, the more I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, we used to go to car shows at, like, 6 a.m. on Sunday mornings. And I'm like, as long as I get my coffee, I'm good. And I used to go, and, like, just watching him be excited about it got me excited. And therefore, we started to have a lot of things in common. Um, so I felt like that really vibed with like our chemistry when we were like dating, Yeah. um, that we just learned to love what each other loves. And they're like, there'll be things where you're like, that's your own thing. Like, yeah, you do you. Um, and yeah, I think a lot of people do kind of use, not as an excuse, but they kind of see it as like a red flag when in reality, it's not really a red flag with the whole, you know, well, we don't have a lot of things in common. Like Grace and I are like really like polar opposites. Like we're really opposite of one another. I'm more of the extrovert, but I'm, like, a quiet extrovert. And Grace is, like, introvert. She'll binge watch shows on repeat at home. Like, during COVID season, she was like, this is the life. I'm like, (laughs) I don't have to go out. I don't have to talk to anybody. This is amazing. And on the inside, well, me, when I was inside, I'm staring out the window like, there's got to be something I could do with my life (laughs) being trapped inside. But, uh, yeah having things in common isn't always like a deal breaker or a red flag. Like you do like what Grace was saying, like you, you do like you go on a journey of like liking kind of what they like, or, you know, I guess tolerating a little bit of what they like. Cause she's obsessed with, uh, what's that show? Gilmore girls. And I, that show makes me cringe. Like I hate that show so much. Uh, but I mean, maybe in 50 years, all of it. <laughs> Uh, what's another one? Uh, is it is it important to date a Christian? Um, this is this is a pretty big one. I, I guess we can kind of, you know, we kind of just. I think that we could kind of flat out say that it is important that your beliefs are on the same page, and I would I would say that that to be true. Um, I don't think that you as a Christian, especially one who's a seasoned one and one who's like a little bit more mature in your faith. I think one of the worst things that you could do, um, and I'm kind of being blunt with this, but one of the worst things that you can do is kind of get into a relationship with someone who isn't. Um, and someone kind of used this analogy with me, but it was more of like, imagine you as the Christian, like standing on top of this chair and the non-Christian who's standing on 
like ground level, um, and you trying to bring them up to where you're at in your level, just trying based off your own strength and stuff like that was the analogy that someone used for me. And it was, you're always going to kind of have this belief struggle with one another. I, I truly believe that as Christians, we all kind of have our, you know, our moral compass of the Bible, right? And we, that's our, you know, our true north, if that makes sense. Like that's, that's our, that's our guide, right? And the moment like stuff kind of tends to go one way and then the other, what happens is if you're starting to date somebody who is a non-Christian is you start to make little sacrifices. Um, Especially if you're the one that's really, really into this person and the other one's like not so much into the whole Christianity thing. What will happen is you start to make little sacrifices. And unfortunately, I mean, we've seen it multiple times, even in this church, you know, it's, we've seen people go from the front to the back to, hey, I'm gonna watch online. We haven't seen him in a while uh, because they've gotten into relationships. They're like, hey, I don't think the church is all that or, you know, hey, whatever this and whatever that. So I think that's kind of just a blank. I think it's smart. Or they're like, yeah, but they read the Bible. I'm like, do they though? You know, like this. Anyway, yeah. Uh, What does date to marry mean? Um, That's a big one. Uh, What does date to marry mean? Um, Dating people, yes. Obviously, you kind of have that in the back of your head of like, okay, when you're planning on dating somebody, it's going to either end in one or two ways. You're going to get married or you're going to break up. Or you stay together forever. I don't know. Usually one person ends up wanting to get married and then maybe somebody doesn't. And so there's that. Then that kind of breaks it off, if that makes sense. So you'll either break up or you're either going to get married. And um, I think that whole date to marry thing, sometimes it can be a little bit of like a, um, what's the word? Like it can be a little bit confusing because especially in a, in a church, whenever you're dating someone, you know, people tend to put a lot of pressure on that and people tend to do a lot. There's nothing wrong with dating but obviously there's a healthy way of dating you know what I mean like you're not jumping from one guy to the next guy you know within a couple weeks uh span couple days span uh you know you're going in a a healthy means of like maybe going out to coffee like that's considered dating to me that's not considered like you know oh my gosh we're married now because we went out to coffee it's just you know you're dating you're dating and then obviously you know in the back of your head you do want those kind of questions to be asking yourself when you're dating this person of not necessarily like, is this my husband or is this my wife? And you're just your first coffee together and you're like getting to know them. But uh, I think it's, yeah, I think it's, there's little tiny questions that you ask yourself as you're starting to date this person. Okay. Interest there, calling there, chemistry there. Yes. Family or whatever it may be. Yeah. And there's, like, intentionality that comes with it. I think being, like, really intentional. Like, you don't just date someone to date someone. I mean, some people might because they're lonely, but... Yeah, don't date anybody because you're There's, bored. like, an intention behind it of, unhealthy. like... Like you said, asking yourself those questions as you get to know the person and go on, like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a cool one. Should you be friends with someone uh, before dating? I... It worked for us. I will say that. Um... 
But that's not the case all the time. I think there are times where it's kind of like that whole movie scene, you know what I mean, where you meet someone randomly and all of a sudden you guys hit it off and you're not going to, in the back of your head, go, well, I want to be friends with you for like three years and then maybe we can start dating. Like you don't necessarily want to do that because that moment's there already. Um, But I will say that courting, yeah, like dating, like going out on dates, coffee, you know, can't really go out right now. It's kind of weird. Skype calls out, though. Zoom. Who Zoom, uses Skype? Zoom, well, they, well the what was that? what's the meme? They blew a 10-year lead or something like that? <laughs> Anyways. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, that's what, what I was saying with um, the whole, do you have to be friends with somebody? I think it's super important to kind of lay that uh, foundation of friendship, if that makes sense. That foundation of relationship is super important, um, you know, because if you don't know somebody, it's a little bit interesting going into a dating situation because all of a sudden all these things are popping up as you're dating. You're like, I had no idea about that about you. So I would say take your time before committing, committing. Definitely date. Uh, a little bit of kind of backstory with that one. Um, Grace and I dated like the whole coffee you know like going on little dates and stuff for four months we did that for four months and then we started dating like proper boyfriend girlfriend um there's another reason why we did that we were in australia and i wanted to make sure i asked her dad for um permission to date grace um but i think it was super important that time those four months of like getting to know you was a lot. Mm-hmm. I think I kind of made my decision whether or not I was going to be with you within those four months of like just dating. Mm-hmm. And then we were talking about this earlier, but um, like in our relationship, I think we intentionally worked at things that we needed to work on before we got married. Because we're like, we're talking about it like we thought. Oh, it was this one. Uh, are disagreements in relationships always a bad sign? How do you deal with conflict in a healthy way? We okay, fought. we were going over the questions earlier. And he's like, oh, I have a lot to say about this one. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. But we, we, yeah, we had a lot of arguments when we were dating. Um, because I think we intentionally were trying to work things out before we got married. And a lot of times I tell these students all the time, like, and people that are in relationships like, oh, if we just got married, like, it would be easier. And I'm like, no. Like, marriage Pause. is a microscope to all of your problems. Like, you think marriage is going to make it better? No. Like, it only it excels everything, and yeah. heightens all the issues. Like, you might not have worked out yet or your insecurities are the things that you're bringing into your marriage or whatever relationship. So we intentionally worked and tried to work on those things and, like, align our values, I guess. Yeah. Um, that was one of the – so to the whole thing of conflict and arguing and, you know, having fights and stuff, it's not bad. I think it's bad in a sense where they're really, really, like, hardcore stuff that you're, like, this is, like, make or break. And if you don't, you know, fix this, then we kind of can't be together. In a sense, like, I don't know kind of where I'm going with that one, but – I will say this, we, yeah, we got in a lot of arguments um, from the beginning, but we also from the beginning told one another that 
hey, for however long it's going to take, I want us to sort out our, like, crap now before we do get more serious. Because what will happen is if we don't sort this out now, it's going to get a lot harder the more serious that we get. The harder the breakup is going to be, the harder, like, more down the road we are, with more committed to things, more, you know, together we are. Like, it's going to be a lot harder to deal with stuff if we don't deal with it right now. So that was a huge thing because even a little bit of, like, backstory, too. So many people tell you, like, you know, your first year of marriage, oh, my gosh, like, just beware. Like, it's it's crazy. You're going to fight all the time, blah, 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 blah. But looking back at it, our first year of marriage was, like, this is the best thing ever. Like, mm-hmm. marriage is the absolute best. But because we took the time to just dig out all the bad stuff and it was bad stuff we mean by is like this like one of the things that we decided from the very beginning was like in an argument no one's allowed to walk away well that that was was just something that was more his thing he was like (laughs) don't walk away from me when we're arguing like don't just turn around and leave like leaving doesn't solve the problem and i'm like okay which i have done a couple times she's big sass wait fun story about that though (laughs) I'm totally exposing myself. Um, maybe like a year ago. So our house, we have like a really long driveway until you get to the street. And we were like in an argument. <laughs> I'm so lame now I'm thinking about it. We were in an argument and I was like, <laughs> literally like, I know he doesn't like when I walk away, but like, I'm stubborn, so I'm going to do it. And so like, I left and I shut the door. And then I got in my car and I drove like, literally at to the end of the driveway. And I just stayed there for, like, 20 minutes because I was, like, if I literally drive away, like, proper, like, this is not going to go over well. So I literally sat in my car, like, stubborn, me, and was, like, I guess I have to. And I literally, like, walked back in the house with, like, my freaking tail in between my legs. Like, like I literally left in the car, and I just sat in the car, like, I don't know what I'm doing. So embarrassing. Anyways, that was me. But those arguments still, like, we still have arguments like that. And what was the other one? Don't walk away from me. What was the other one? Oh, we don't go to bed mad ever. Yeah. And I think that's biblical. Yeah. I mean, even in our in our dating life, because you don't have to be married to do that. Like, um, in your dating life, I think uh, it's actually biblical. It's like, don't go to bed angry at one another um, or mad at a friend or a brother or whatever it is. Um, and it's it's been super, like, big with us because arguments and, like, hard conversations and stuff has never carried, I mean, we've only been together for, well, married for three years now, but we've never had an argument go past a day. That you can remember? No. no. Never had an argument that necessarily went past a day. And I know of couples, I know of people that will, like, go, like, weeks talking about the same thing, still talking about, like, oh, I'm still mad at you at this, or I can't believe you did that, or whatever. And I'm just, like, just sort it out you know what I mean I mean some obviously some things are a little bit harder to kind of go over um not every conversation is so easy like I forgive you but sometimes it is um but yeah no I do not think it's unhealthy to have arguments I do think the best thing to do is when you are upset to bring it up bring up that you are upset have the conversation um I was always told this that uh you know, me being, I guess, the leader of the household, like, it's good to have the hard conversation because the moment you do, it kind of just de-escalates the whole thing. And I think one of the biggest things as well is understanding that um, if you're dating, especially if you're married too, but I guess 
everyone in this room is just dating. We're the only married couple. But uh, you're on the same team with whoever you're with. You, you guys are the same team. Um, and I think that's really important to go into arguments, to go into fights, is to realize that you are on the same team. So you, don't, you no longer look at an argument of like, you did this, so let me get my way, or you know, vice versa. It's how do we attack this problem because we are on the same team. You may have done this or you may have done this, but at the end of the day, we're on the same team, so how do we take care of this issue? Mm-hmm. Um, because we're on the same team. And I think that really helps out with like, arguments as well. Because now, instead of pointing fingers, you're pointing fingers at the problem rather than at the person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a really big thing. Yeah, and then something else, like, you can take this, and does anyone know about the, is it the five love languages? Five? Yeah. Five? That's do you guys five. know what that is? is? There's... Okay, <laughs> if you don't, it's physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time. Gifts. Acts of service and gifts. So there's like a book, I think, and you can take like a test or whatever, like whichever one. It's called the five love. Yeah, like works for you or whatever. Um, But I can't remember if we did that before we were dating or when we were married. But No, we did that like beginning of us dating. So we did that and it was honestly amazing. And it's awesome for like a friendship too. Like seriously, it works so well with any relationship. Um, So we realized like this is the way he... It feels loved, and this is the way I feel loved. Like, he loves physical touch. I don't like being touched. And so we had to work that out in the beginning of our relationship because you need physical touch in a marriage. And so yes, I love quality time, and I love, like, when he does the dishes. I'm like, oh, my God, I feel so loved. Or, like, whatever. It, like, if he does grocery shopping, I'm like, oh, my God, he did the grocery. Like, I just feel so loved. That's the way I feel loved. But him is, like, physical touch. He loves physical touch. And for me, and quality time. So when he's, like, constantly, like, all over me, I'm like, oh, man, I must not be doing good right now because he... I must not be showing, like, enough love to him right now and making him feel valued because he's trying to show that love to me. But in reality, I don't... I don't like that. (laughs) But it's something that we still, like, constantly are working at, like, constantly. Like, literally yesterday, I just, like, put my head on his shoulder, and he was like, no idea how much I needed that and I was like oh okay like I don't know so we're constantly still working on stuff like me remembering that like it's this it feels like a sacrifice to me because that's not the way that I feel loved but it works for him so like however I can make him feel loved Mm -hmm. that's how I'm gonna do it and vice versa and that honestly works in friendships like I do that with my friends like I know she loves gifts so I constantly buy her gifts to make her feel loved and that's just how it works so it works all ways but that's something that we worked out together and we still are honestly working out is like how can you make the other feel loved and then my mentor told me one time that marriage or like relationships is a constant competition of who can be the most selfless like how can you be the most selfless to this person constantly showing this person love that Mm -hmm. they are valued and that is like not an easy thing to do like especially when you're stubborn like me that is not easy, but that's just, it's like a constant competition. Like, who can be better at this? Not in, like, an unhealthy way, but, like, I'm going to show you I love you this way. Or, like, I'm going to do this because I know it makes you feel valued or just stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and a little bit of, like, to piggyback off what Grace was saying. I think it's super important in relationships as a whole. Not necessarily, well, 
with, you know, the, you know, a partner as well. But um, just even in your everyday relationships, it is important to um, speak about like what's unspoken, if that makes sense. Like everybody has expectations of how they want to be treated. Um, Everybody has these unspoken expectations. And I think so often when there's conflict, so often when there's like, oh, I can't believe she didn't do this for me, or I can't believe he didn't do the dishes. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's that unspoken expectation that was, I was expecting you to do this, but you didn't. So now I'm mad, but I never told you I was expecting you to do this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that, And that can cause so much issue. And just in your everyday relationships, you know what I mean? Like your best friend, they do something that you, you know, you didn't want them to do, you wanted them to do the opposite. Now you guys are upset, but you didn't have the conversation that you wanted them to do that one thing. You know what I mean? So just talking about uh, the the unspoken stuff is super, super key. Um, and I think, you want to go to the last one? How do you get a breakup? Oh, you want to do that one? No, I'm just saying it's good. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Not me. Uh, okay, this this is a question. How do you get over a breakup? Yeah. Um, a, a good playlist. Uh, <laughs> good food. <laughs> no. Um, no, I think one is like don't isolate yourself. Like we so easily tend to just be like, oh, I'm just going to go like, well, me. I'm like, I'll go cry in my room. Well, we don't break up. But like when I did have <laughs> relationships where we broke up. Um, like staying in community and yes, don't yeah, isolate it's big, like not isolating yourself. I think is like a huge thing because you, I mean, anyone and everyone, but like mm-hmm. our minds like never stop going. It's like a constant race, and then you never ha- stop having conversations with people in your head that you don't actually have conversations with in real life. Mm-hmm. Like it's constant. I do that all the time. Yeah. With in like my friendships, or even in like we have an argument, and I'm like, I should have said this. Dang it! <laughs> like, why did I say that? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you have anything? Yeah. Yeah. Well. I think it's a lot of like, um, it's a lot of work done before the breakup too is a huge, huge thing. I think a lot of times, you know, we can kind of get so unhealthy in relationships that the moment we break up, it's kind of like that. If your relationships are so dependent on one another, kind of going like this, you know, versus like you two are your own individual, your firm in your relationship with God instead of leaning on one another what will happen is if you guys break up you're firm but if you're leaning on one another one another so much what will happen is the moment one of you guys pulls away the other one is a mess or vice versa you know what I mean and I think especially in your dating life it's a it's really good to keep things super super healthy you know it's really good to not jump too far ahead in a relationship um you know you don't want to all of a sudden like one person's already in the marriage stage and then the other person's like i barely know you girl whatever or i barely know you dude um that you know that can kind of get unhealthy as well so like when a breakup happens like oh my gosh it's devastation um a whole world is a whole world is toppling but um yeah how you handle a breakup i think it's super important stay in community I think it's super important to um, also not, like, um, forget the small stuff of, like, daily disciplines when it comes to your relationship with God. Um, I think, if anything, 
you run to God, you run to your friendships, you know, uh, they're, they're your, you know, your, your lifeline. Mm-hmm. And I think what happens is how like breakups become so bad is that you were that couple that isolated yourself. You started dating this one person and all of a sudden, hey, where in the world is so-and-so? Well, like they stop showing up, you know, all of a sudden they're together and they're like never seen again, you know? And then they break up and then you get a text from them like, hey. It's like, hey, what are you doing? And you're like, did you Let me guess, up? you guys broke up. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, all of a sudden you're around again. Yeah. Um, it, I think it's, did that help? Sorry, with the whole breakup thing. Yeah. Um, cool. Let's kind of, let's wrap it up. Like we've been going one. on 32 minutes. How can, oh, wow. Yeah. Really? How can you keep a relationship God-centered? Love this one. All right. <laughs> um, a couple things I already was thinking about. Um, like setting boundaries is like literally the most pivotal thing. Um, I mean, it was for us. And if I'm being honest, we broke boundaries literally a lot. So we weren't perfect. Like, we honestly weren't. Um, but we had really good friends that kept us accountable and kept us in check. And um, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Well, well with boundaries and relationship God center. Mm-hmm. No? It's coming yeah, back. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's definitely one of those things. You don't want to invite somebody into your relationship with God all too quickly. Um, I think that can kind of be really, like, uh, devastating and a little bit toxic. I I can't remember exactly. There was a really cool uh, message that we heard that one time we went to uh, that one young adult's ministry. But it was uh, it was super cool getting to um, see how he, like, dissected that whole, like, keeping God mm. in the center of everything. Um, I think... Um, man, I kind of lost my train of thought too. I think it's super important to like, not so much all of a sudden, same thing with the whole leaning towards one another. Like the moment you start to focus your attention on the individual rather than, you know, hey, my relationship with God, um, you can tend to kind of start to lean towards one another and I can get really unhealthy um, because instead of you, when troubles arise, when say for instance you get in a fight with mom and dad or work is really hard instead of running to god you run to so-and-so and little by little you start to put so-and-so in place of god and they become your god if that makes sense and it sounds really extreme <laughs> but in reality it is what you're doing when you do that little stuff it's like you turn the degree just a little bit more to the you know you walk 10 feet you're you're way past where you where your mark was originally um, so yeah. Our old youth pastor in Sydney said something that always stuck with me. And she said, what's mine isn't yours until it's ours, until we're married. Um, and that goes, like, with everything, like, physically. Like, in my opinion, it went with, like, our relationship. Like, my personal relationship with Jesus is mine. Like, you're not going to enter that space until we're married and we're one. And we do that together, if that makes sense. Um, that's just how we did it, like. I don't think we prayed together when we were dating. Like, like I never let him into that intimate spot with Jesus because it wasn't his, it was mine. And we weren't married. We weren't one yet um, until we got married. And that goes, like, physically, too. Like, what's mine is not yours until you put two rings on my finger. Two. And, yeah. yeah. You get two when you get married, right? <laughs> um, yeah, same. And that helped us, like, what's stay the course mine? and... Like I said, like, you don't get married to fix your problems. Like, marriage only, 
puts a microscope on those problems. Um, anyway, that's it. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, are we, we're still breaking off into groups? Yes. Well, yeah, because we have, we have quite a bit of time. Uh, but yeah, hey, I mean, I don't know if you have any questions or want to talk more about relationships and stuff. Um, yeah, we're still on this series for the next, for however long? A couple weeks. <laughs> for, for the month. February? But we're, uh, Love? yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be here and, um, yeah, love that we got to talk about relationships. And if you're like, Thank this you. does not apply to me, I'm single. Like, one day, it will. Like, one day, hopefully. Yeah. It will. And just last thing, like, working in, working on yourself and, like, knowing who you are and your identity in Christ before you even meet anyone else is, like, the most important thing. Like, you know who you are. And when this person enters your life, they don't change you. Like, your morals don't go downhill and your values, you don't lose all your values because you met this person like, no, you know who you are. You're the woman of God. You're the man of God. And this is who I'm going to be. And if this isn't aligned with, like, you and it doesn't align with the Bible, like, this isn't happening. And I think that also goes with, like, sorry, I'm going to go back into something else. But I, before we got married, I dated two. I had, like, serious relationships with non-Christians. And I, I'm a pastor's kid. I've been in church my whole life. And so basically I was like I don't want anything to do with Jesus because everything my parents told me about God like I didn't have my own relationship with God it was like what they told me and so I just grew up in and out of church like constantly until I went to Australia and I went to Bible college and I had my own relationship with God but before that I had two like serious relationships and we were unequally yoked like I knew that I knew that I was God's whether the way I was living or not I wasn't living that way, but in the back of my head, I was like, I know this isn't going to work, and I'm doing this because it's comfortable, and I don't want to go through heartache and pain, so I'm just going to stay. So I, like, literally would stay in long relationships, super comfortable in them, had, like, like, he wasn't bad. Like, they weren't bad. It just, like, it wasn't going anywhere. Like, he didn't make me love God more. He didn't make me want to be a better person. It was just, like, our relationship's, like, stagnant and just is what it is. Um, I think those are some red flags. Like, if you're in a relationship or you be in a relationship like that and you're like, I don't know, like, I don't, this person is kind of pulling me away from church or pulling me in a negative spiral, like, it probably would double check that and think about that if that's something that you're into, in currently. But clearly those relationships didn't thrive. And I'm not going to say, like, if you're dating someone and they're not a Christian and you are, it's not going to work. But, like, it's probably not going to work if I'm being honest. Um, and if it does and you do get married and those, that eventually one day, like, it, no, eventually one day, if one is saved and one is not, that's, you're unequally yoked. Like, that's a biblical principle. You can read it in the Bible. It talks mm-hmm. about it. Being like, I'm on this page and you're on this page and I'm going this way and you're going this way and it's just not working. And you want, you don't want to get married and have that issue. Like, I'll just say that straight up, in my opinion. You don't... It's happened to my parents. You're in it. Yeah, and it happened to his parents. His parents were divorced, and his mom was saved, and his dad wasn't. Thank God they're both saved now. They're still divorced. We're hoping that they get back together, though. But that's another story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I just... My mom makes my dad so... um, (laughs) Being equally yoked, like, that is one of the most important, if not the most important thing. You don't want to get into a relationship with somebody that doesn't see things the way you do, that you feel like you're pulling up and, like, trying to drag or, like, oh, they, like, went to church or, like, they came on Sunday. Like, no. I'm like, no, you lead me. Like, you're the spiritual leader. Like, let's do this together. Like, there are times when he 
is like down or he's discouraged or he's in like a weird season of his life and I'm the one that's like all right no we can do this like I'm gonna be the leader in this season like I'm gonna pull you we're gonna be fine and then there are times when I'm like that and he's the one that's pulling me but it's because we're equally yoked we both love Jesus we both know that we're called to ministry God is the first in our life we put God in the first in our life and because of that every season that we've entered we say all the time like has been, we've been so graced for every season. Like our first year of marriage should have been the hardest. We got married, we lived in an apartment by ourselves, barely making, obviously by ourselves, but like barely making any money. We decided to leave our old church. We decided to go to, into full-time ministry. We met Pastor Brian and then we moved here within six months of us being married. Had like literally no clue what we were doing. We were never been in ministry. So like that should have been like a hard thing because we went through a lot of transition together. Um, but it wasn't because God graced us in that season and God has continually placed favor and like blessing upon us in every single season. And it's like, not to say we haven't had hard seasons, but it seems like, like they just keep getting better. And I know that's because God is at the first in our life and God is in the center of our life. And we continue to put God in the center of our life and he continues to be faithful. And it's just like an ongoing cycle of like, we love God and we love people and we do what he asks us to do and he continually blesses us and puts favor in our life. And it's not because we're like, oh, I'm going to do this because God's going to bless me. Like, I'm going to do it whether God blesses me or not because he asked me to and I'm going to obey. So yeah. anyway, that was my last say. But yeah, we're done. We'll get into <laughs> groups. Um, we have like a couple questions or we'll just talk about like this and what we did last week, I think. But yeah. Yeah. Hope that cool. Helped. Love y'all. Love y'all. Thanks, guys. Okay. Did you pause it? Yeah, I'll pause it. (laughs) Hey, thanks for joining us. I hope that message encouraged you. I hope it inspired you. I want to let you know that we meet every Tuesday at 7 p.m. You're free to join us. We'd love to meet you. We meet on campus at our home church, Faith Chapel San Diego. You can look us up online. You can follow us on Instagram at 1826. For more info, we hope to see you soon.